Hi, I'm Jackson. It's Jackson's book nook. The Blood Bottler. Suddenly, a tremendous thumping noise came from outside the cave entrance, and a voice like thunder shouted, Runt? Is you in there, Runt? I was hearing you jabbling. Who is jabbling to Runt? Look out, cried the BFG. It's the Blood Bottler. But before he finished speaking, the stone was rolled aside in a 50-foot giant, more than twice as tall and as wide as the BFG, came striding into the cave. He was naked except for a dirty little piece of cloth around his bottom. Sophie was on the tabletop. The enormous, partly eaten snozcumber was lying near her. She ducked behind it. The creature came clumping into the cave and stood towering over the BFG. Who is you jabbling to in here? Just now he boomed. I was jabbling to myself, the BFG answered. Pifflefizz, shouted the, the, blood the blood bottler. Bug swallow, he boomed. You was talking to a human being. That's what I was thinking. No, no, cried the BFG. Yos, yos, boomed the blood bottler. I was guessing you was snitched away a human being and brought it back to your bunghole as a pet. So now I was winkling it out and guzzling it as an extra snacks before my supper. The poor BFG was very nervous. There's no one in here, he stammered. Why don't you leave me alone? The blood bottler pointed a finger as large as a tree trunk at the, at the BFG. Runty little scum screwer, he shouted. Piffling little swish figgler. Squimpy little blood wart. Pruny little pog swiggler. I is now going to search the premises. He grabbed the BFG by the arm and you is going to help me do it. Us together is going to winkle out this tasteful little human being, he shouted. The BFG had intended to whisk Sophie off the table, but now there is no hope of doing this. Sophie, Sophie peered around the shoot-off end of the enormous snozcumber, watching the two giants as they moved away. His skin was reddish-brown. There was black hair sprouting on his chest and arm and on his stomach. The hair on his head was long, dark, and tangled. His foul face was round and squash-looking. The eyes were tiny black holes. The nose was small and flat. The mouth was huge. It spread right across the face, almost ear to ear. It had lips that were two gigantic purple frankfurters lying one on top of the other. Craggy yellow teeth stuck out between the two purple frankfurter lips and rivers of spit ran down over the chin. It was not and at least difficult to remember, to believe that this ghastly brute ate men, women, and children every night. The blood bottler, still holding the BFG by the arm, was examining the rows and rows of bottles. You and your pippling bottles, he shouted. What is you putting in them? Nothing that would interest you, the BFG answered. You was only interested in guzzling human beings. You was a dotty dog, swall dog swoggler, cried the blood bottler. Soon, the blood bottler would be coming back, Sophie told herself, and, she, and he was bound to search the tabletop. But she couldn't possibly jump off the table. It was 12 feet high. She'd break a leg. The snozcumber, although it was as thick as a parambleed, was that word again, was not going to hide, was not going to hide her. If the blood bottler picked it up, she examined the tree off end that had 
It had large seeds in the middle, each one as big as a melon. They were embedded in soft, slimy stuff. Taking care to stay out of sight, Sophie reached forward and scooped up half a dozen of these seeds. This, this left a hole in the middle of the snow cumber, large enough for her to crouch in so long as she rolled herself up in a ball. She crawled into it. It was wet and slimy, hiding place. But what, what did that matter if it was going to save her from being eaten? The blood bottler and the BFG were coming back towards the table now. The BFG was nearly fainting with fear. Any moment, he was telling himself, Sophie would be discovered and eaten. Suddenly, the blood bottler grabbed the half-eaten snozcumber. The BFG stared at the bare table. Sophie, where is you? He thought desperately. You cannot possibly be jumping off that high table. So where is you hiding, Sophie? So this is the filthing fil- rotsome glubbage you was eating. Boomed the bo- blood bottler, holding up the partly-eaten snozcumber. You must be cockles up to guzzling such rob squatch. For a moment, the blood bottler seemed to have forgotten about his search for Sophie. The BFG decided to lead him further off the track. That is, the scrum diddly umptious snaws cumber, he said. I was guzzling it gleefully every night and day. You has never tried a snaws cumber, blood bottler. Human and beans is juicier, the blood bottler said. You is talking Rami talk, BFG said, growling, braver by the second. He was thinking that if only he could get the blood bottler to take one bite of the, re- of the revulsive vegetable, the sheer foulness of his flavor would sense from bellowing out of the cave. I was happy to let you sample it, the BFG went on, but please, when you see how truly glumptious it is, do not be guzzling the whole thing. Leave me a little stitch it for my supper. The blood bottler stared suspiciously with small piggy eyes at the snozcumber. Sophie, crouching inside the chewed off end, began to tremble all over. You is not switch fiddling me, is you? said the blood bottler. Never, cried the BFG passionately. Take a bite, and I am positive that you will be shouting out, Oh, how scrumdiddlyumptious this wonder veg is! In the BFG could see the greedy blood bottler's mouth beginning to water more than ever at the prospect of extra food. Vegetables is very good for you, he went on. I is not health healthsome and always to be eating needy things. Just this once, the blood bottler said, I is going to taste this rotsome eats of yours, but I was warning you that if it is filthsome by smashing it over your sludgy little head, he picked up the snozz cumber. He began raising it on his long journey to his mouth, some fifty feet up in the air. So Florida screamed, Don't! But that would have been an even more certain death. Crouching among the slimy seeds, she felt herself being lifted up, up and up. Suddenly, there was a crunch as the blood bottle had bitten to the, bit a huge chunk off the end. Sophie saw his yellow teeth clamping t- together a few inches from her head. Then there was utter darkness. She was in his mouth. She caught a whiff of its evil-smelling breath. It stank of bad meat. She prayed that she would be killed quickly. Youch! roared the blood bottler. Ugh! Each! Then he spat all of the great lumps of snozcumber that were in his mouth, as well as Sophie herself, when shooting out across the cave. If Sophie had struck the stone, stony wall of the cave, she, mo- she would most certainly have been killed. 
Instead, she had the soft folds of Beatrice's black cloak hanging against the wall. She dropped to the ground, half stunned. She crawled under the hem of the cloak, and there she crouched. You little swine bubbler, roared the BFG. You little pig swiller. He rushed to the BFG and smashed what was left of the snozcomer over his head. Fragments of filthy vegetables splashed all over the cave. You was not loving it? The BFG asked, instantly rubbing his head. Loving it? Yelled the blood bottler. That is the most disgustrous taste that I has ever touching my teeth. You must be bubbles to be swallowing such that, like that. Every night you could be galloping off happy as a hamburger and gobbling juicy human beans. Eating human beans is wrong and evil, BFG said. It is guzzly and glumptious, shouted the blood bottler, and tonight as galloping off to chili to swallow a, hu- a few human chili beans. Is you wishing to know why I was choosing chili? I was not wishing to know anything, the BFG said, very dignified. I is choosing chili, blood bottler said. Because it is fed up with the taste of Eskimos. It is important. I have plenty of cold eats in this scuttling hot weather. And the next closest thing to Eskimos are, is the chili bean. Human beans from Chile is very chilly. Horrible, the BFG said. You ought to be ashamed. Other giants is all saying they is wanting to gallop off to England tonight to guzzle school chiddlers. The blood bar said, I is very fond indeed of school chiddlers. They has a nice inky booky flavor. Perhaps I will change my mind and go to England with them. You is disgusting, the BFG said. You is an insult to the giant peoples, shouted the blood bottler. You is not fit to be a giant. You is squinky little squiller. You is a pippling little pit squeak. You is a, 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 a cream puff nut. With that, the horrible blood bottling giant strode out of the cave. The BFG ran back to the cave entrance and quickly rolled the stone back into place. Sophie, he whispered, where is you, Sophie? Sophie emerged from under the hem of a back cloak. I'm here, she said. The BFG picked her up and held her tenderly in the palm of his hand. Oh, I am so happy to be finding you in one lump, he said. I was in his mouth, Sophie said. You was what? And Sophie told him what happened. And there I was telling him to eat the filthsome snozcumber. And you was all the time inside it, the BFG cried. Not much fun, Sophie said. Just look at you, you poor little chiddler, cried the BFG. You was all covered in snozcumber and giant spit. He sat down about cleaning her as best as he could. I is hating those other giants more than ever now, he said. You know what I should like? What? I should like to find a way of disappearing them, every single one of them. I'd be glad to help you, Sophie said. Let me see if I can think of a way of doing it. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.